everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of Sit Down, Be Humble. My name is Hannah Humble, and I'm the host of this podcast. And today, I am very, very excited because we have our very first guest on this podcast. And why don't you guys just introduce yourselves? My name is Savannah Smith. And I'm Olivia Stanley. And I am so excited to have them on here. I've been talking about having guests on here for a while, as you guys may know. There will still be some more fun people, but um, I just wanted the first one to be with people who I just have lots of respect for, and I just know they have lots to say about the certain topic that we're talking about, which is friendship. We're gonna talk, call this friendship part one because um, this is something that everyone struggles with or has struggled with, um, or maybe you're struggling with it right now. So if it's your first time listening, welcome. If you have listened before, welcome back. I'm glad you're here and I'm so excited. But we're going to talk about some fun things, some funny things, talk about life. Um, we're gonna do it from a Jesus perspective, but if this isn't if this isn't your thing, I would recommend still staying because there's probably something that you may not know you need to hear. So just continue to stay, and I just think this podcast is gonna be super fun. These are two girls who have so much to say about friendships because they have been through so many different seasons of life where they have lost friends, um, they've gained friends, they've had to navigate who they should be friends with, how to drop toxic friendships, and just all these different circumstances that you're probably going to go through if you haven't already. And there's just so much wisdom to get from these girls. So without further further ado, we are going to get started. All right, getting started. I just want them to introduce themselves because they're just awesome. So why don't you just tell about yourself, what you do, what you're involved in, and what you love. Yeah, uh, my name is Savannah. And um, yeah, I am just turned 28, fresh 28 years Ooh. old. I'm an old lady. Um, I have been working at Crossland Community Church for about five years, started in 2018, uh, but have been attending Crossland since 2014, and uh, I love my job. I'm a creative director. I love everything about it. Um, It's absolutely amazing. I um, am originally from Northern Kentucky and um, moved to Bowling Green to go to Western. Got my degree in marketing and and have just loved Bowling Green so much. I I think I'll forever call it home, but I met Sweet Hanny from church and... um, just love everything about her uh, what she stands for and and how she loves people well and the friendship that she creates and she's just one of my favorite people so uh, super honored to be here and excited to chat with her today i in my free time is that what you asked so, yeah yeah, yeah we're doing our free time yourself. uh in my free time i um watch netflix and or any other i guess streaming service currently watching friday night Friday Night Lights. So. Oh, love that show, guys. I mentioned that in the last podcast. Anyone, I'm literally watching it right now. Anyone that has a... I'm excited. I'm not done. So it's good so far. I also hang out with my dog, Taki. Hanny loves I Taki. Love Taki. He's so cute. We love... Hanny's known Taki since he's little baby. I have. Uh, and I hang out with my friends a lot. That's probably the biggest thing I do. I hang out with friends all day, every day. She's a seven. It. I'm a true Enneagram seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know what an Enneagram is. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, she's a seven. So, Olive? Um, Olive, hi. I'm Olivia. <laughs> um, I'm an Enneagram eight. So, you get my circle. I will protect you. Um, a little bit about me. I am our senior pastor's executive assistant. I used to run our after school program. Um, that's how I met Hanny. And just, she's such a joy and a ray of sunshine. I love her so oh, much. Thanks. And I also do our elementary ministries on Sunday mornings, and I love that. I love elementary age kiddos, but I also have such a passion for college age kids and just getting to love on them. I had a wild college life. I played soccer at Western, and that's what got me to Bowling Green, but Crossland is what made me want to stay, and I started attending Crossland 
2018, and I just hit my one-year anniversary July 3rd of working there. So, this is a little about me and my free time. I'm usually with Sav and Taco. <laughs> and True. One thing about us is we're going to go to Brewster's oh, and we're going to get some dairy-free ice cream. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Oh, good Brewster's run. Yeah, so if you guys aren't from Bowling Green, Bowling Green is a city in Kentucky. It's where, <laughs> I mean, I go to school here. Um, mm-hmm. It's where Crossland is. A lot of you guys listening aren't from Bowling Green, but it's a great city. Y'all should come and stop by. But shout out to all my Bowling Green peeps and all my new college friends who are listening. Love you guys. Okay, we're going to do like a little question thing. And the questions are going to lead into deeper questions about friendship. Um, But we're going to start off with some fun and lighthearted ones because I love travel. So obviously the first one's going to be about travel. If you could travel to one place in the world, anywhere, where would it be and why? I'm gonna take this one. Go. Um, I would say Ireland, and if you've never seen me, it's because I've got red hair, and I just want to go where there's more redheaded people. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love their accents, and I think it's so beautiful. I just want to go there so bad. Oh, so pretty for the red hair. And she has a red hair, yeah. Strictly for the red hair. Ed Sheeran the is from there. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <In> the <press. laughs> right. So much to do in Ireland. That's fun. Um, if I could travel to one place, it would be Greece. Mm. I don't necessarily have a specific spot in Greece that I would love to. Uh, sightsee and or visit but Greece I've been drawn to it my entire life so that's where I would go I think it is the most gorgeous place on earth so pretty any Mamma Mia fans Mamma Mia sisterhood of the traveling pants it's just so good so I would love I would love 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 to go to Greece oh Greece would be so pretty yeah Hanny where would you want to go I want to travel I literally want to travel the world I just like love traveling so much I have such a passion for it um I do want to study abroad in England that's I want to like live in England for a little bit. I just think that would be so fun. I just like think it's like right up my alley. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, so the the door just ding dong. Don't even know <laughs> rang. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so as I was saying, I love I don't know England. I just think it'd be so much fun. I do plan on like studying abroad there, but I would say my dream place would probably probably be Israel. Mm. I want to go to Israel so bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just like walking where like Jesus and mm-hmm. everyone in the Bible actually walked, I just think would be such a cool experience. Just like, I mean, it's it's different when you know that this is the exact place he's been. Yeah. And just like getting rebaptized in the Jordan River and just doing all the, all the you know, that type of stuff yeah. I think would just be so much fun and such like a kind of once in a lifetime experience. Plus, um, the Dead Sea, you like float oh, and yeah, I yeah. really want to do that. That's such a fun fact It's so Israel. fun, I know. I have a friend that went to Israel. She just went and literally said that anybody that is a Christian or says that they believe in Christ needs to go to Israel because it is like absolutely life-changing. I would love to go to Israel with friends. Yes, too. yes. Because, okay, so let's go. Yeah, we're all going to go to Israel. So we're all going to go. If you guys want to cop on the little plane with us. Yeah, come on. Come on with us. I just like, like experiencing that with your people that you do life with and mm-hmm. that you say like you share, you know, like-mindedness with would be mm-hmm. so cool. So I yeah. think that would be amazing. Finding that group of community, which we'll talk about more later on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Um, it's just, it makes life so much more fun because God wants us to be friends with people. He had his close friends. Mm -hmm. They're called disciples. Mm -hmm. You guys don't know. Um, and I don't know. I just think he wants us to do fun things. So why not have fun with that? Yeah. Okay. Next fun question. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you or like tell an embarrassing story? I have so many, so I really can't narrow it down. But if you know me, I'm probably one of the clumsiest people (laughs) you've ever met. And I just like... I don't really have social anxiety, so I will literally do like anything. And it's like not embarrassing to me, but the people I'm with, it's embarrassing for. <laughs> so I guess that's like, that's mine. But what are, that's what are your embarrassing yeah. thing? 
Uh, probably my most embarrassing story. So I do, like, I feel secondhand embarrassment so much. Like, it is bad. If, like, you are in a situation and you're not embarrassed, I will be embarrassed for you. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but when I was in, I think I was in, like, the second grade, I was had the flu and I was super sick. And I was with my grandma in Old Navy and I vomited all in the aisle over this whole thing of clothes in the girls section and continued to vomit all the way to the restroom vomited all over the toilet in the bathroom and like i have never thrown up that much in my life since like that was probably one of the most embarrassing and you know like everyone just stops and they're just looking and they're all like this girl is not okay like bless her heart and that was probably like i still feel the embarrassment of that however many years later so that's probably my most embarrassing that's bad yeah I would have to say mine, I don't, I think it was like September, I started working at Crossland in July, and I went on Sam's Club run, <laughs> and I went by myself, which is never, like, Sal would go with me or some of our other uh, co-workers, yeah. and I was like, I'll get this, and I go to get, a like, a rack of Sprite, and it pops off the side of the cart, and I have light-colored jeans on, and it just happened to aim exactly where it looked like I peed myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, I fun. continued to walk around the store by myself and just was like, okay, just living it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I peed. Myself. Like spills <laughs> like that are the worst. You just. Oh, they're so bad. Yeah. And then you're just like, it's just the knowing what other people are thinking yeah. without yep. thinking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just like, wow, Karen, yeah. keep shopping. Yeah, it right. Just, it just happens, but <laughs> right. you do get some strange looks. Oh. And that just happens, you know. It's not embarrassing unless you make it, but sometimes you just except me, just I will feel embarrassed. Anna, Sav gets really embarrassed, it but me easily. and me and Olivia not as much. Yeah. But it's really funny. It's still funny. Okay, we're going to move on to some deeper questions. This is probably what you guys are waiting for. Um, if there's if there's questions on here that aren't answered for you, I promise you we're going to talk about them in a later podcast. Like I said, this is part one. We're going to have so many different parts of friendships because again, I have so much to talk about with it because I mean. I just feel like I have so much experience in my life of like deciphering who to be friends with, who not to be friends with, and that's not in a bad way. It's just like who who you want your close net group of people mm-hmm. to be. And um, if you guys know me, well, if you don't know me, I would love to get to know you. I love being a friend to everyone. So let me know if you want to hang. I would love to. But there's just so much truth because I like I said, I like to speak truth. I like to speak honesty, and so does Olivia and Savannah. So we're just going to be as real and as truthful as we can be about the topic for friendships because, like I said, every single person is going through the same thing, and whether you think you're alone or not, I can promise you that you're not alone. Mm. And um, vulnerability is something that gets people out of their shell, but most of the time people don't want to be the first person to do it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to... um, we're gonna just gonna talk about some deep things. So, first question: What are some qualities that you tend to look for in friendships? This can be for Christians or for not Christians, just in general. Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like all my friendships that I'll say this have been lasting. Like my people, people. Um, they obviously hold similar qualities, but when meeting those friends and this is for believers that are listening is that they do follow Christ and that they love Christ. That Mm -hmm. is probably the number one for me simply because what you surround yourself with, right, is like what you tend to then um, start to believe and start to like hold as true and what you uh, then act upon and Mm -hmm. start to live like and 
that is probably the biggest quality in friendship yeah. for me now again that's not to say that I don't have friends that are non-believers right but I my closest people are believers mm-hmm. and that is is such a a big part of your friend circle I think like fun stuff you know like I laugh a lot like small things are funny to me mm-hmm. so friends that are just like super silly and you know make you laugh are always yeah. fun and yeah. I think vulnerability you already just talked about that but that is one of the biggest things with friends if mm-hmm. if you can't open up to me and I can't open up to you then this friendship is right. never gonna go anywhere so vulnerability is huge um people that share their life with others so like I don't know I'm able to go to your hometown especially when I was in college like right. I went to my friends hometowns and got to see where they went to high school and meet their parents or their siblings or you know just people that share life with you yeah. which is just such a fun um thing to experience together um and I think lastly a quality that I like really hold uh steadfast in friendship is loyalty Mm -hmm. and I think Olivia is probably one of the most loyal people I've ever met but she is for sure like one that holds that super close to her heart as well I think if like you're a loyal person you just you fight and you um care for your people well and like no matter the circumstance or what they do you're going to stay true to that friend beyond their actions or beyond what they, Absolutely. you know. I think for me, when I was in college, like, friendship just looked like my teammates. Like, I spent the most mm, time with right. you, and that's, you're my people. I didn't really, I'm not one to go and introduce myself to a classmate, or I don't really have friends outside of athletes, mm-hmm. but... That also brought me two of my super close friends who I'm just so thankful they're also just Jesus lovers. It's yeah. Chelsea and Kerrigan. And then going to the call, which is our college age ministry at um, Crossland, mm-hmm. I got to meet Savannah there. And I, any college age girl, if you know Savannah, you know you just gravitate to <laughs> Yes. Her. Hey, shout out to people who go to the call. Everyone come on Monday nights. Uh, Sav is a leader. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And, uh, Six thirty, all right. <laughs> it wasn't until this past year, Sam and I got super close. Yeah. It was for like through vulnerability and just getting deep and getting deep quick. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just been an amazing friendship that I'm super thankful mm-hmm. for. But I've always told her like, oh, what a friend we have in Jesus, and mm-hmm. that is why these yeah. girls are gravitating mm-hmm. towards her. And um, she's just amazing. Yeah, you're too kind. I just think all these qualities that you guys are saying are so important for both boys and girls who are mm-hmm. looking for college because like I mean I'm this isn't just for college students but I know like a lot of people that are listening are have come up to me or maybe they haven't and they're talking about struggling with friendship because again you're not coming from the same hometown that you're going to and some people can be deceiving and um it's just like a really scary thing because you're not with your friends that you've always grown up with yeah um and even if you're in high school and like maybe you have a class where you don't think that you know anyone or maybe like in a workforce like you just got a new job and you just don't have your group of people um don't be afraid to ask God for the qualities that you're looking for because he always exceeds your expectations Mm -hmm. um and like like Sav said you are you are who you hang out with and that's like a scientific fact like the five people that you hang out with the most that's who you're gonna get the most traits from and just be like I have to remind myself that I have to be wise about who I'm hanging out with not saying I can't hang out with people who aren't like minded as me because I do lots of my friends aren't even Jesus people and that's okay but again um you have to also crave the friendships that you're gonna be like-minded in Mm -hmm. and can talk to each other about things like 
um, your spiritual life mm-hmm. and things that are happening because a lot of times you're really scared to get vulnerable and you have to find someone who you know is going to relate to you about that type of stuff. Right. And, and yeah, go ahead. And then absolutely like with the vulnerability also then comes them holding you accountable to right. that too. Mm-hmm. So it's also like, okay, I'm going to let you in on this, but I also need you to hold me accountable. And um, when you find those people, like it's hard, but that's also the hard work through friendship is what makes it lasting. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And the friendships that go through those hard things are the ones that usually make it out. Like, you know, Sav and, Sav and Olivia, for example, like, I won't get into y'all stuff, but again, y'all hold each other accountable for the things that you do. Mm-hmm. And that is something that's so hard, which is so, which is what, like, I respect it so much because it's so, like me, I don't like to, I don't like to address problems very often mm. because I'm just like, I don't want these people to be mad at me. Like, I don't want them to think that I'm judging them and stuff. But again, like it's, it's a judging that when you have the Holy Spirit in your heart, you kind of know that this is what you're supposed to be doing or else it's going to eat you alive. Mm -hmm. And if you felt that, I don't know, this is just an example. If you're sitting in church and maybe the pastor says something and your heart starts beating out of your chest and you're like, oh my gosh. I know he's talking about me, but I'm not going to make a face because Mm. I don't want to be the person that's being called out right now because that can be embarrassing. Um, But at the same time, that's when you're like, all right, the Holy Spirit's speaking to me. Maybe Mm. it's about you. Maybe it's about a friend that he wants you to speak with. Um, But no matter what it is, I just think following what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do about friendships and who to be friends with, I think discernment comes in and will gravitate you into the right direction for the most part. Yeah. So... All right. Next question. Um, how do you balance friendships with people who have differing beliefs? Because I know a bunch of people are listening and they've reached out to me and be like, hey, Hannah, I'm not a believer, but I still want to listen to your podcast um, because there's just truth. And I also think that if we give other people um, kind of an idea of who Jesus followers are, mm-hmm. it just gives them a different perspective of things they probably have. I don't know how to word this. Like, they already have these prejudice thoughts against Christians. Um, but at the same time, how do you love and decipher those friendships right. between? I think like the biggest start with this is recognizing and knowing that all people are created by God mm-hmm. and that um, they are created in his image. And that is your start right there. Like this person was created by the Lord and, um, that gives them worth and value in and of itself. And so I am called then to love that person. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the way that they live and the things that they choose to do and believe, I can disagree with and I can say that that does not align with what I believe the Bible to say or that does not align with any any walk that I... (laughs) you know, have, but that doesn't mean that I can't love you. That doesn't mean that I can't, um, experience friendship with you. I will say this. I don't think that friendship is going to be as deep as a friendship with a believer. Like the friends that I have that are non-believers, my friendship with them is, is absolutely not as deep as the friendship I have with you, Hannah, or with with Liv Mm -hmm. or any of my other people. Like it, it truly is because we share that love for Christ together that our friendship is as deep as it is. Yeah. But I still have great friendships with people that are 
that are non-believers. And my goal as their friend is not necessarily to like win them over and Bible beat them mm-hmm. into becoming a Christian. My goal is is to love them well and hopefully through my life and the way that I live and my friendship with them, they see Jesus and yes. they know that um, like a life with Christ is fulfilling and is fun and mm-hmm. is uh, meaningful and is full of purpose and whatever you want to say. So I think balancing that is definitely hard. I think especially when you're in college, you're just like, man, I can only have these friends that are Christians and I can't be friends with those that are Christians. And and Jesus didn't do that. Like Jesus yeah. like didn't reach out or um, hang out with, he hung out with sinners. Like he yeah. sat at the table with sinners all the time. And he himself, just obviously because of who he was, they gravitated toward him and him to them. And so that created that friendship. So you're just mindful, I think, when it comes to balancing your friends that are non-believers, you're just mindful of um, how you speak and how you act and and the way in which you live. Not because you like feel like you have to walk on eggshells, but because in all that I do, I wanna make sure that that God is glorified and that you see Christ through what I do. So that is is definitely a harder balance, I think, to have, but it is, also something that God has called us to do. He has called us to be in the world and not of it. So I can be in it and I can be friends with those that are in it, but um, I'm not going to be of it. I'm not going to conform to what you think and you believe if that is not biblical simply because I call you friend, you know? And I think one of the hardest parts of that that comes with those friendships are having clear communication. It's not, I'm not doing that because I'm judging you because you're doing it. It's doing it because I know my calling and I know the Lord does mm-hmm. not want me to do that. Right. And that and that there in itself is showing them Jesus. Right, right. Yes. And that standard that you are know you're called to. Right, right, right. Absolutely. I mean your actions speak louder than words and that's something I go with all the time because again a lot of times you don't have to necessarily be talking about Jesus to show the love of God. Because yeah, your circumstances may not be the best. I'm telling y'all I have been through some crazy stuff and um people are like why are you still happy it's like it's not me it's because god's there and i'm gonna be a testament as much as i can to show um you know god's love and i think olivia is a perfect example of this question because if you have heard her story maybe she'll go into it i'm not gonna you know she can do what she wants but uh her college life was a totally different version than what she is living now. Um, And if you want to talk about that, you can, but if not, I just wanted to say, um, she has just been, and I know there's people on here who um, maybe are internally struggling Mm -hmm. with, you know, where they're getting their worth from, what's making them happy, what they're doing on the weekends because they want to fit in. Mm -hmm. And they don't want the judgment of people who are doing certain things and they don't want to feel like they're being weird Mm -hmm. or maybe have that FOMO because, you know, I have really bad FOMO too. Um, If that's you, please listen because I just think there's going to be some truth said. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Uh, Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) She was not expecting this, by the way. It was totally random. I wasn't planning on speaking about that, but um, like Hannah talking, like I just looked over at Sam, I was like, my heart's going fast. Like I should speak on it a little bit. But yeah, my college life, if you want to say it was like your basic go wild go wild and I did that thoroughly um I was not protecting my heart and it um it brought me to a low place and it was just very hard to find community yes I had like still two of my greatest friends um but it just got hard because um 
I don't want to say we were in it together because I was definitely the ringleader and I was just kind of doing whatever I wanted and I was running so fast away from God and community because I knew um, it was wrong and that was just based off the foundation that my parents also raised me up uh, in the church and I just knew what I was doing was wrong but I was just like I'm just going to keep doing it because it's better than facing the problem and Mm. once I faced the problem did it start getting better I was like I was never alone I was just lonely Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. could have been lonely with the Lord Mm -hmm. but I chose to be lonely and all by myself yeah Yeah, he was still there I just was not allowing him to come in the door right um but yeah if that is you and you're just like how do I get out of this sorority party how do I get out of this fraternity party like my brothers are doing this my sisters are doing this and um I would say just try to plan something else if it's not a mandatory thing but then also just hold yourself to that standard I'm gonna go but I'm also gonna you know, mind my behavior and mm-hmm. do the things I know that the right. Lord has called me to do. And do not be afraid if someone says like, man, why aren't you drinking? Like, why aren't you, you know, trying this? You know, I'm just called to a standard that I feel like the Lord has asked me to do. Mm-hmm. And right. um, that is going to be harder than just saying, oh, I just don't feel like it. Yeah, yeah. But that's mm-hmm. also um, probably maybe what the Lord is asking you to say in that moment to mm-hmm. show that person Jesus. Yeah. 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 I wish I had someone pulling me away from all of that yeah yeah but I'm also with an eight in the Enneagram very headstrong <laughs> yeah very and challenging it took Savannah to be like well, listen here sister <laughs> I'm gonna love you through this yeah I think it should take like what Olivia is telling and saying for you to do it, it takes boldness and like mm-hmm. boldness in friendships can be hard mm-hmm. um but once you act on that conviction and you act on what you feel is right and you you make that change and you're like you know what yeah sure I'm gonna I'm gonna go but I'm I am gonna be held to a higher standard and I'm not gonna do x y and z or whatever make sure a you have people that are gonna hold you accountable to that in that setting Mm because it's gonna be hard and b once you are bold in that and you say those things or you act in those ways the friendships that are gonna stick are the ones of people that see it and are like, you know what? Yes. Like I, I like, thank you for being honest or I respect your decision. I was feeling that too, but I was too scared. Yes. And those that like, you might create friendships out of that boldness, Mm -hmm. y'all that like, you never knew that you were going to have simply because you were obedient to God's calling on your life to live at a higher standard. There's a higher calling. If you believe in Christ, you are held at a different standard than those that are of the world. And so I think it's, it, that boldness is huge. It's yeah. hard, but it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And I would say that's what, with things that have happened in my life, and I'd love to talk about it, um, but that's what sparked mine and Savannah's friendship. Yeah. I was just uh, newly working in the church, didn't really know anybody, young, 22, working in ministry, and I was just like, y'all don't know what I was doing six months ago. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just taking Sab to lunch one day, and was just like, hey, here it is. This is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we sit two offices away from each other. Yeah. Just finding those communities, and it literally goes back to what Hannah said in the beginning, just being vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but once you start that and you build those godly friendships, it is so worth it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So They're so fun, too. Like, um, so many people I know for a fact that are listening to this right now feel like they're alone in not wanting to do certain things and wanting to have those godly friendships, but they're scared of judgment from other people coming from them. Mm. This isn't to say that you can't have fun. Because I'm a testament. I literally just sent them a picture a few days ago. And it was really funny because I went to a frat party. And it was really funny and stuff. Um, Didn't drink, hashtag. But 
Um, there was a dab with that. There was a dab with that. Yeah, I've been dabbing like unironically. <laughs> unironically, Hannah. Or I, yeah. <laughs> it started off like a few times a day, and now I keep doing it. So I need to, <laughs> I need to chill out with that. Um, so if you see me dab, actually, you did see me dab because yeah. I like dabbing. Um, but yeah, life with Jesus is really fun, and yeah. I always say that with pe- to people because. If you haven't had a relationship with Jesus, you wouldn't understand because most people coming in and they see people in that's like godly friendships and like, well, I want what they have, but I don't want to live by the rules that they have. But mm-hmm. like God isn't a God of rules. He's a God of guidelines because he wants to protect you and he wants to protect your heart and what you're going through. Um, but he's also a God of fun because I have a grand old time. And I know Sav and Olivia and so many other people do. And don't be fearful of starting a relationship with God if you're scared of your life going downhill because it can't go anywhere but up. The the song I think of all the time, shout out mother, is um, There's Nowhere to Go By Up nowhere to go but up and it's in the new mary poppins movie and it's like that movie you guys need to watch it from like a god perspective it's crazy um but literally there's nowhere to go but up when you talk about relationship with jesus because like i said it's not religion it's a relationship and he's the one that's longing for that relationship and like with friendships the people here you surround yourself with are gonna want to lift you up and help you grow in that friendship and that relationship that you have with the Lord Mm -hmm. because it just, it does nothing but benefit you, you know? Yeah. 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 And you can join in on this. Me and Sam literally sat down and read Job this morning Mm -hmm. and um, just going through like trials and how it doesn't exempt you. Having a relationship with the Lord, it doesn't exempt you from going through hard, hard things. Right. It doesn't, but it does. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, like, it doesn't exempt you from any hardship or any suffering. Like, it, you're still going to suffer. Like, yeah. the Bible literally says that you actually might suffer more Absolutely. for Christ because it might bring people to the Lord. But it does allow you to, um, it does allow you to experience Christ like in such a new and like incredible and bold way. So I think, yeah, what Hannah said is absolutely true. The Bible says that um, God wants you to live life and life to the full. He's not a God that. Um, is a God of good or bad. He's a God of life or death. Mm-hmm. And he wants you to live. That's what he wants for you. Yeah. And um, there's joy in that. There's so much joy right. in that. And if you're listening, he loves you. This isn't just for, yeah. I know you hear that all the time, Absolutely. but it's for every single person. And if it takes God literally wrecking your life to figure that out, I yeah. hope it doesn't. But just hear that if you're questioning that right now, yeah. that's for you. Yeah. All right, next question. Um, A lot of people ask this on my first Q&A, which means a lot of people probably want to know maybe some answer for this. Um, What should you do when you're putting in more effort than your friends are? Anyone have anything on that? Yeah, this... (laughs) Uh, Seth? Um, Yeah, this one's difficult because um, I feel like as people, we expect the love that we deserve, right? Mm -hmm. And... um, we think that if I am putting in 50, then I should also be receiving 50. Right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and debunk something for you right now for one second. The Lord gave 100 and we gave zero. Mm-hmm. So that should be a model of friendship for you. Friendship is not like making up and meeting effort amounts. Right. Like that is just, if you're gauging friendship by that, then I'm gonna need you to like rethink friendship a little bit because now hear me when I say this, don't 
get walked all over and don't yeah. like completely just disregard your worth and your value and just let people completely take advantage of you as a friend. Not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is there are friendships though where you're gonna have to put forth more effort than they are giving and that is still a good friendship Mm -hmm. and that's okay. And I think you're gonna push and push and push and, and try and try and try or whatever that looks like for you until you're potentially blue in the face and we're laughing because this is kind of how Olivia and I's friendship started but it 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 is not a level of who's giving more effort like also the way that somebody else the way that Liv is a friend is very different than the way that I'm that I am a friend she loves people very differently than I love people Mm -hmm. and that just means that what she considers effort I might not consider effort and what I consider effort she might not consider effort so Mm -hmm you shouldn't necessarily fully be like, well, they're just not doing anything. Okay, well, they might also not know how to be a a good friend, you know? And that is okay. That there's a level of friendship that can still be had. Disregard. (laughs) There's a level of friendship that can still be had um, even without, like, full effort from another person, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think when I think of, like, really my first, you know, Yes, I said, like, my two roommates in college, Carrie and Chelsea, like, they love the Lord, and they do, but we really just started learning how to implement the Lord within our friendships of just being vulnerable and speaking about it, mm-hmm. yeah. and I think I've learned that mostly through Sav, when I think of Sav, it's just like, I've caught my times when I feel like I'm just dumping, or I'll use the word, like, I just feel like a rain cloud on you today, <laughs> like, I'm just getting it all out, and she's just like, stop, she said, don't apologize, we're supposed to bear each other's crosses, and then that just immediately makes me think of iron sharpening iron, mm-hmm. and... There are days, like, you know, when you have, you might feel like a rain cloud, yeah. you use that word, but I, that in itself is effort. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't have to sit there and let me vent or anything like that, but she's also doing it, and that's her way of listening, and that's also one of the best things I love about Savage, because I'm like, I just need you to sit here, I just need you to hear me. Yeah. And then she'll always follow up with, like, how are you handling it with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what can I be praying for for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just something I'm so thankful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I don't know, like Sav said, I think, I think we all have, we all know, we all, I'm trying to word this the right way. We all have a moral compass. So I think you kind of know when you're getting walked all over and you know when this friendship is supposed to happen because I feel like it's not very, not very random when someone is your best friend and then randomly kind of just like something must've happened. And if they're not being vulnerable with you, then maybe just give them a little time because not everyone's perfect. Like no one's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus was the only person that walked on earth perfect and we cannot sit there and give them, you know, one shot because you don't know what's going to happen or what has happened to them. But again, at the same time, you know, when you're being walked all over. So, um,
Bow, 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 bow,